Hi, and welcome back to the China Business Minute, our weekly catch up with our China offices. This week, the news is the latest from DC, but we're getting it from Shanghai. Owen Hockey is our chief representative in Shanghai. Owen, thanks for taking a bit of time to talk to us. Hey, Ian. All right, so you know where the questions are going to revolve around. So the phase one trade deal was signed. What's in the details? Yeah, the phase one deal was signed on January fifteenth in the White House. It was signed by China's Vice Premier Liu He, who traveled to Washington D.C. with his delegation,、uh, as well as President Trump himself. U.S.-China Business Council and a number of our member company CEOs were in the room for the actual signing.、Uh, U.S.CBC also met privately with、uh, Vice Premier Liu He the day before the signing. The phase one agreement in all is a ninety-four page document. And it is quite detailed. It covers many areas we were expecting, and which are also important to U.S. companies operating here. For example, it specifically included language on intellectual property protection to improve penalties or increase penalties for intellectual property infringement,、uh, which is positive for companies that、uh, face IP concerns here. They also indicated they would release an intellectual property action plan、uh, some 30 days after the Phase One deal,、uh, so sometime in mid-February, and we'll be keeping an eye out for that. It also includes language on forbidding forbidding forced technology transfer, which is of course a priority for the U.S. administration. There's also language on agricultural market access,、uh, which is is quite lengthy. It includes improved market access for beef, quicker approvals for animal feed, for example, also improved、uh, biotech approvals and and other areas. The deal also includes financial services openings, some of which were already agreed to previously, but it provides、uh, helpful momentum、uh, to follow through on some of those commitments to improve market access. It also has language on currency policies and the creation of dialogue and a dispute resolution mechanism to ensure commitments are followed through on、uh, that were agreed to in the Phase One deal. One of the biggest things in the deal、uh, that caught a lot of the headlines, of course, is China's commitment to purchase 200 billion in goods from the U.S. This includes manufactured goods, agricultural products, energy products, as well as services. There, there is a very detailed list of products that are to be included、uh, with specific four-digit HS codes、uh, for those products. One thing that's missing from the deal that our member companies were looking out for are tariff reductions.、Uh, so the deal doesn't help those that were negatively impacted by tariff increases in the China, in China, and, and also in the U.S. We have a full summary of the deal with with highlights,、uh, which includes our analysis on our website and some of the things that are are missing in the deal. I encourage everyone to get onto our website and and take a read of that. All right, I'll link to that in the show notes so people can find it as well.、Um, but but what does this deal mean for business in China? What are the practical outcomes from this this trade deal here? The overall reaction from the U.S. business community with operations here in China is very positive. The main thing we are hearing is that the Phase One deal helps to de-escalate some of the tensions between the U.S. and China. This helps create a bit more certainty for companies doing business here, and now they can focus more on their business and growth rather than worry about tensions so much.、Uh, progress on long-standing concerns of U.S. companies, including market access and intellectual property protection, in the deal I think also build a bit more confident confidence for businesses here. Uh, businesses are glad to see、uh, commitments by the U.S. and China to also continue to have dialogue. 
In terms of immediate follow-up in industries where there was language on improving market access, uh, such as for some agricultural products or language on uh, license approvals, such as for credit rating agencies, um, and as well as some other very specific commitments, the companies that fall into those categories uh, that will be impacted, as well as U.S.-China Business Council, will be following closely uh, to see if those happen or not. Uh, the deal also creates good reason for companies to follow up with regulators about their uh, access or, or licensing challenges here. For companies exporting to China, they're, they're looking at that list of specific products included in the uh, $200 billion to be exported to China uh, in the next two years. If companies have products on that list or they'd fall into some of those categories or they think they might, I think they should seek to connect with U.S. commerce contacts to see how they may be able to get involved in supporting uh, that $200 billion uh, export goal. Okay, so the other question that people are kind of asking a lot is what's going to happen with the tariffs? Are, are they coming off? Are there reductions? What's going on there? Yeah, we have a lot of questions about when there will be tariff reductions. And we'll have to wait and see. Uh, statements from the U.S. side indicated that this may not happen until a phase two deal, uh, which could be after the U.S. election in November, potentially, we've been hearing. Uh, but we hope we may see some tariff reductions um, earlier than that, uh, which I, I think could happen. But we'll, but we'll need to uh, watch that and, and see uh, how the discussions go between the U.S. and China on that topic. All right. Um, anything else we should be watching out for? We also received questions about U.S. restrictions on selling to certain Chinese uh, businesses and entities. The Phase 1 deal uh, doesn't make any changes to U.S. restrictions on uh, tech companies selling to China that were imposed over the past year. So companies in the tech space are keeping close eye on, on U.S. export controls and any additional actions on the U.S. side that could further restrict companies in the tech space. It's something we're also uh, keeping a close eye on because it does have a significant impact on uh, a, a wide uh, set of companies that are selling their products here. All right, Owen, as always, thank you for the succinct wrap-up. Thanks, Ian. I also wish everyone in China a happy Spring Festival holiday, uh, which starts this Friday and, and lasts through next Thursday. Absolutely. We are wishing a happy Spring Festival and a happy Chinese New Year to everyone who celebrates. China Business Minute is a production of the U.S. China Business Council, and you can learn more about our work on our website, uschina.org. If you like the show, please do leave us a rating and review wherever you listen. Thank you for listening, and we will be back next week.